They're gonna put me in the movies They're gonna make the big star out of me We'll make the film about a man that's sad and lonely And all I gotta do is act naturally Hey everybody, welcome to a rare edition of Talk Hard, rare in the fact that we're all in the same room together, so once again, audio quality will be bumped up a notch, but uh, I'm here in Walk Softly Studios with the fellas. Uh, Guys, say hi to all the fans, it's been a while. Hello fans. That was Todd. <clears throat> it's uh let's see it's 8 39 a.m on a saturday morning and and uh the energy is flowing it really is i got to bed about two o'clock this morning after doing a uh, theater show last night yeah. so yeah i'm i'm hyped up ready to go i'm on my third you, cup of coffee you, you couldn't stand it to get in here and start talking about movies <laughs> so hyped so hyped uh Scott, let's jump right in. Do you want to like run down the what we're what we're going to talk about today? What's on the docket? Yeah, real quickly, we got so much to hit. Uh, we're going to go through. That's what <laughs> we're going to talk about Bond, and we're going to talk about uh, what space cops and and kind of get everybody caught, yeah. caught up on space a lot cops. To catch up yeah, on. Uh, we got a lot of Marvel talking news. Wonder Woman, uh, mm-hmm. Best Picture. Yeah, are we going to talk about that? Maybe so. Wow, it'll never happen. Uh, and then, of course, we've got to discuss this Force Watch. Oh, my gosh. The Greasy Strangler. I'm simultaneously dreading and looking so forward to talking about the <laughs> Greasy Strangler. So that's our show. Just go ahead and get on Amazon Prime and just go ahead and watch it. And if you want to pause this, oh, yeah, go ahead and watch or it. Or don't. Or don't. You could not watch it either. <laughs> Please don't do it with your family. Watch it as an individual. Yeah, um, and just trust if, me on that. But if, we'll get into that a little bit later on. If you're an adult, right, yeah. consenting adult, then right, watch it. Right, right. Yes, yes. Also, let's uh, let's just say hello once again to our uh, fans over overseas. Um, oh, still raking in the numbers in Japan. That's right. Let's take a look. We haven't done a show in uh, basically since the last time we talked about this, but. Uh, uh, United States downloads in the past couple weeks, 503. Thank you very much, by the way. Mm. Uh, Japan, 254. They're catching They're yep. catching us, guys. Yep. The Japanese love talk hard. That blows my 254 really downloads in Japan. I kind of feel like a live remote from Tokyo is is in the, the walks off. Is it in the budget? Because I, I feel like it would go over. Uh, as as soon as uh, people start reviewing this show, and and it just blows up, then we will do a live remote from uh, Tokyo, and Hong from Kong, to- maybe yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Hong Kong, I think, is in China or somewhere. Or uh, oh, is it? I don't know. Where is Hong Kong? I think, um, I think maybe you're right. Let's just stick to Tokyo, and and I'll stay in my lane. How about how about from Toho Studios, Hong Kong, home of uh, home of the Godzilla franchise? There you go. I want to do it just so I can call it the TKO from Tokyo. <laughs> mm. well, shout out to Mike yeah. Tyson's punch out. Uh, another thing we're gonna do. Live on the show, Todd Sheen is the uh, resident connoisseur on all things Pepsi, and we've got a new product for him to test right here on Talk Hard. Mm. Uh, Scott happened upon a can of 1883 Pepsi. Todd said he hadn't tried it. Yeah. We're going to test the waters. A lover of all things Pepsi. Yeah, so we're going to see. And Cola. I give all colors all an equal chance. You do, but, but Pepsi's got the but top Pepsi's slot. got 
special place. Right. <laughs> um, oh, and and not to uh, not to forget that we're gonna do a live draw right here on the air to see who gets this Space Cops T-shirt. Yes. So. Yes. Because thank you all for. Uh, getting us up over a hundred subscribers. That was the that was the goal to get these uh, t-shirt this t-shirt drawing uh, to happen. So you all made it happen um, by subscribing. I implore you, please keep telling people, keep sharing it. Um, let let's keep those uh, subscribers going. Maybe we'll do another drawing at what maybe one fifty. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a little little talk about what okay. the next t-shirt right. might might go to. And so let's we'll let's to let's mention one thing. These are quality <coughs> shirts. Yeah, these aren't awesome. like the these aren't like the Gethsemane Youth softball shirts from in the eighties. Right. It's not like a burlap sack feel. No, no, these are soft. You can sleep in these things. Yeah, if you want to, <clears> and so, enjoy it. Yeah. So let's get to it. Let's get right into it. It's right. a hell of an intro. <laughs> what are we going to do first? <laughs> what, what time is that? I mean, <laughs> let's play a game of yay or nay. All right, let's play it. So since we've been off the air, there has been all kinds of movie news and tidbits and tantalizing rumors out there. So uh, yay or nay is basically going to be a way for us to just uh, catch you guys up, catch ourselves up. It's been a while since we've been on the air, so we're just going to run through these and give some quick hit opinions on Yay or nay, do we, you know, is this a good idea or not? As quick hit as we can get. So, here we go. Um, number one, Daniel Craig back for two more James Bonds. Yay or nay? I say yay. I say yay. I'm going nay. Oh. The last two have not been good. And Skyfall? No good? I didn't like it. And Spectre, I, I really didn't like. I didn't, yeah, it's, yeah. That one was terrible, I thought. Yeah. But Skyfall, I liked. Maybe I need to go back and watch it, but I don't remember liking it I very well. I like Skyfall a lot. Okay. I think I like Skyfall as much as Casino Royale. Oh, yeah, really? Those are the two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, I probably like Casino Royale a little bit better, but Skyfall's yeah. not not, yeah, yeah. not far off at I all. I felt like they went too old. Like They tried to play, oh, James Bond's getting old too yeah. quick, and now yeah, you're going to bring him back for was, two more? That was the weird. It was like... Yeah. It was like um, Nolan's Batman movies, where mm-hmm. it was like he's just getting started, and now he's too old. Now to Now he's do too it. old to do it. Yeah, and like, so you're going to do two more with him. Yeah, and it's, they did, did almost the exact same thing with Bond, where he was mm-hmm. like just getting started, and now he's too old to do it anymore. Yeah, and it's funny because I do think Daniel Craig all of a sudden does look too old. He got he's right. old looking, well, like all of very a sudden, much so in Lucky Logan one. too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm giving it an A, but you all outvote me on that one. So I guess we'll give it well, a shot. And, and who who I mean. You know the candidates they were talking about replacing him. There was nobody that maybe that was the me, issue. Yeah, nobody that made me think. Yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe uh, the change I would like is more in the writing directing than than Craig than Daniel Craig. Yeah, uh, I just don't know where you go from there since you've already played your he's too old hand. But I guess more, we'll see. Or more money, Penny. <laughs> What's next? Letterman on Netflix. Yay or nay? Nay. Now, th- okay. Oh, wow. Right, 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 right out of the gate. Uh, I'm gonna say yay on that. I I love Letterman, and this is a different format for him. Apparently, it's gonna be kind of a long form interview type thing mm-hmm. where it's more relaxed, and it might not be funny. You're right? Yeah. Because Dave's got a, a serious side, and I've got a feeling that's what this is gonna be. Maybe. And it sounds like it might get a little political too, because he might be talking about because uh, he did that show on global warming, and he might touch on some things like that. So mm-hmm. maybe when I actually see it, I'll be a nay. But uh, yeah. I thought he was still doing the Unabomber uh, musical. 
Yeah, Broadway. Well, that's the, for me. It one hundred percent hinges on that beard. Yeah, whether he's got it. If or the not. beard's gone, I'm at, I'm in. Okay. Yeah, he, he's got to shave it. I don't I, like it. There are some people. Let's face it. There's not really many people that can wear that. No. And you feel like they they have regular hygiene. Hands yeah. I, on the plus David side. Leatherman looking like Father Time isn't going to work for me for a long <laughs> no. for a long stretch, no. and I'm, I don't like like it. Okay. Are we are, are, are we ready? Seth Myers is rebooting the Munsters. For NBC. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I think That's Todd's opinion is clear. I think Todd's a yay. <laughs> okay, so there, what do you think? Uh, <laughs> man. Good See, this is, this is completely unfair because you have no idea what his concept is. We yeah. haven't heard the pitch. Uh, with all that said, I'll go nay. Yeah. I don't think Seth Myers is funny. And I didn't think yeah. the original Munsters was funny, so I'm going to go nay. I don't <laughs> well, see how that works. If you don't like the original Munsters, yeah. then yeah. So is, here's the thing. If Seth Myers is behind it, he's got to be in front of the camera, and he's got to, I guess, read the script on camera and then look at, and then look at the camera, at the audience. Right. And I don't know if that's going to play off I don't either. In, in the Munsters world. You know, they just did, uh, a, I don't know, two or three years ago, there was a, re- a reboot of the Munsters. It was called Mockingburn Lane. Does anybody remember this? Yes, I this? do. Uh-huh. Jerry O'Connell mm-hmm. huh? played Herman. Yeah, that's weird. That should never happen. No, that's weird casting. So anyway, I mean, I don't, I don't know why he's. I don't know. Who would you cast? I mean, I Brad Garrett is sort of an obvious choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that would be. And, and Brad Garrett's funny. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who would play Grandpa or uh, well, anybody could play Marilyn, but. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I'd like. I I, I always liked uh, Adam's Family more than Monsters. Yeah, it, I think definitely the superior show. And if one of them yeah, would have a chance definitely. of success, it, I think yeah. it would be it Adam's would be reboot. Adam's. Rather, I'd watch it if Arlie Ermy was cast as Grandpa. <laughs> have old Gunny in there <laughs> playing Grandpa. I do like that. Yeah. See, look, see, military we can vampire, make it pretty good. Yeah, militant vampire. <laughs> That's <character>. right. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. Hasselhoff. Trying to relaunch Knight Rider with himself as the lead. Wow. Yay or nay? I got a love for Knight Rider. Even if it's an old man in the behind the wheel, I'm going to say yay on this. I'm going to go yay. And the reason is because of what you just said. And that's him mm-hmm. putting himself back in the Michael mm-hmm. Knight role. The, one of the biggest mistakes uh, with, let's, for example, Nightmare on Elm Street, the, re, the right. reboot is that you didn't bring Robert England, England back to play mm-hmm. it cuz he honestly is the only one could have done it Kruger. and would have done it it's just it's it's just people wanting to distance themselves from the material and you know I just I say bully for him if he can play it again yeah. 30 years later and he looks kind of the same yeah he looks fake but yeah. do you remember that they tried to relaunch it this is the at least Before. the third yeah reboot yeah, yeah relaunch uh, the last one was really bad yeah and it was like what Five six years ago, yeah, maybe? and they 2008, they, I think. Yeah, maybe ten maybe years ago, about right? <laughs> yeah, something like that. But they yeah. they like he was in Hasselhoff was in the pilot trying to hand over the yeah. the reins right. to to his son or I don't know. I don't. I, yeah. I don't so remember, why didn't but. those work? And if we if you could relaunch if we could relaunch Knight Rider, how would you do it? To like you know what would you do to make it work? Um, I think you cast Arlie Ermy as Kit. <laughs> First day. There you go. <laughs> Is he dead? Arlie Ermey? No, the kid. What's oh, his William name? Daniels? Yeah, William Daniels. I, I think he might be. 
You know, it'd be nice if I had a computer right in front of me. That yeah, it would tell be nice. What do you know? Let me, let me say what I would do, yep. and this all hinges on what you find out. But my thought is, William Daniels is the human, and David Hasselhoff's voice it's is Kit. Kit. And you do a complete juxtapose. Interesting. William Daniels is alive and kicking. So here we go. So there you go. He should be driving the car. Hasselhoff should be doing the voice. But bad news, he's 90 years old. Whoa. So What a night rider he'll be. Okay. How about limited series yeah you might be uh putting yourself uh, painting yourself in a corner if you if you cast old william daniels <laughs> so one thing i'm gonna say if if i'm relaunching knight rider i think uh number one mistake is making stupid cars kit for one thing i was gonna ask what car you all would pick the the first relaunch that i can remember it was like a red you know some type of corvette or something that they had you know put you know they put their own pieces on and made it look different uh second time was a mustang Mm -hmm. black mustang just pretty much straight off the line with a you know like a ground kit or something like that uh no like to me open up an old you know like that's Mm -hmm. the pilot episode like the Trans Am is stashed mm-hmm. away inside. An oh, old that would be awesome! Warehouse. Wouldn't it? See, yes. already I'm excited about yes. this. Compared to you, open up the the door and the you see the lights start going yeah, back yeah. and forth on the front panel, and it kind of comes into the light a little bit, and it's yeah. the older. Yeah, that would be awesome. And if you want to do something like where they had them, like when you when it very first starts, maybe they're going to put them in this other car, but then and it's a new, it's brand new and yeah. looked, and looks crazy like the like the you know something that's brand new, and then maybe you you uh, like. First episode, the bad guys find out you're going to do this and like blow the whole place up. And so, like, this amazing vehicle that you made is just eradicated right from the beginning and it's gone. But you still have his AI, and and Michael goes to some old warehouse and there's the original car and you slide uh, the computer I in. I love it. it. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yes. And then that's the car. Like, you got, like, to me, use the Trans Am because they've never come anywhere close no. to having the personality. Or, I don't, I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm old yeah. and I'm dead set on that original car that I have in my head. Mm-hmm. But to me, nothing has matched it that they've tried. No, not yeah. close. Yeah. Same with the uh, same with Smokey and the Bandit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One and two, you had that late 70s style uh, Trans Am mm-hmm. body. It was a Trans Am, mm-hmm. wasn't And then remember Smokey and the Bandit 3. You had that, it. you know, when they streamlined the the Transams, uh, the Transmero oh, yeah. birds, yeah. yeah, in the mid '80s, and just completely went away from that. It's yeah, like, yeah. Mm. Don't want that Transam in Smoking and the Bandit. Do want that Transam in right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he said in an interview. You know, he keeps throwing out James Gunn's name for one thing that I'm sure James Gunn's really excited mm-hmm. about. He keeps, anytime he can drop it in there, he's like, "Yeah, talk to James Gunn about it." Right. Like, yeah, okay, but it doesn't mean you know. I'm sure James right. is like that. Doesn't mean I'm going to have anything to do with it. Which means he, he shot him a tweet. Yeah, he was in that uh, music video that they did for right. So I, I right you, Guardians. Yeah, yeah you okay, know, gotcha. While, while they were on set, it was like, "Hey, hey, James." Uh, Every chance he got, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And so, yeah, technically they talked about it. One for you. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But he said, you know, I can't can't run anymore. I can't jump anymore. uh, But I can drive. So that's what he that's what he said about him, you know, being the lead again. And I'm okay with it. Yeah. 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 You know, I think you'd have to write a like write specifically for the fact that he's older now or some or something. Or you know, I feel like you would need a younger guy in there somewhere though. Yeah. Yeah, to but, do um, the action stuff. 
Yeah, yeah. Were there to be any, and there yeah. would have to be if you do Knight yeah. Riders. Here, be here you go. Stuff, so. What you, what you have is he he has his little sidekick uh, that he drive that he drives around with, and he's in the back or he's in the trunk. Mm. And when any <laughs> when any action scene comes up, he presses the button. The guy comes and he runs <laughs> Just and does of, the physical the, work for yeah, him. Yeah, right out of the trunk. Yep. Right yeah. out of the trunk. And that's Shia LaBeouf. You yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> there we go. Well, man, we're solving okay. all the problems. Okay. Yeah. We moving on? You're moving on. All right. Avatar is re-signing the actors to four picture deals. Will they make all four of them? I sure hope nay. not. A- I'm a definite as, nay on this. Nay. I as, say they don't make it to four, yeah. no way. Well, who cares? Okay. <laughs> exactly, that's, which is why that, they won't. The I'm a problem, strong nay as well. Who cares? Yeah. It, it's You've waited too long now, and, oh, well, i got to build a new 3D camera. And this is going to be a 4D camera, mm-hmm. but it's going to have 6D. Yeah. And you, you got to, you've got yeah. to just, you know, move on. Yeah. Move on with it. If you'd done Avatar, how when did when did the first Avatar come out? Has it been 10 years? Yeah. Well, close to it. Yeah. I'll close find to it. Out. Yeah. It's got to be eight to 10 years. Yeah. That uh, 2009. Okay. You had your chance. Yeah. Okay. If anybody cared about it. If mm-hmm. anybody cared about that, and I, you know what, I didn't need to be preached to. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Sorry. I know. <laughs> wait a minute. Didn't we talk about this earlier? Yeah. yeah. We can. We, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't need unobtainium. <laughs> is that what it is? Unobtainium. unobtainium. Yeah. Yeah. Well, def- defibrillium. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, nobody cares about the, this yeah. franchise. Uh, it made a crap ton of money mm-hmm. because it hit at the perfect time for 3D when, like, yes. you know, 3D was. Ramping up to to make money, and and this came at the very height of that, and was the best one, and was shot for it, and it was the best possible use of that 3D technology. So it made, uh, you know, over a billion dollars worldwide. Three billion, didn't it? Did it yes, make like it was three insane. billion? Because yes. he's a money making machine, right? Yeah, yeah. And so it, it was. But it, all those factors came together, you know, at a peak to make the the perfect storm of money making. But did anybody care about that story or those characters? Absolutely H, not. H, no. Yeah, no. And and 3D is dead. So, mm-hmm. yeah. like, I mean, yeah. What those were those were the big things pushing that mm-hmm. forward. You're, like you said, 3D and 3D wise, I we did. I saw the movie in the theater. I've seen it one time. Mm-hmm. We saw it in 3D, uh, and I and I was impressed. It was a spectacle. It really was. It's one of the best 3D presentations yeah. I've ever seen. Uh, but the movie stunk. Yeah. We missed the first 15 or 20 minutes. And it didn't matter. And it didn't matter. <laughs> no. Now, here's the dumb thing. To bet against James Cameron. That's the one caveat I had was I hate to say no because it's James Cameron. Dude. Because that, he, he's, he's got the Midas touch when it comes to this stuff. There's no doubt. And no, yeah. no matter wh- how many unobtainiums he makes or I'm the king of the world or whatever. Right. Like he, You're not going to make four of these, though. You can't make four more of these. I, Nobody's going to support like, maybe even one. Yeah. Like all, if, if he makes all four of these movies, meaning each one succeeds and he gets all the way to four, then I will never question him again on mm-hmm. anything, no matter how stupid it seems, yeah. because yeah. He, he clearly does not play by the rules the rest of us do. Yeah. He's, and, and I can't think of the last time anything he made had has failed. So we're banking on the fact that, you know, one of these is going to fail pretty badly for them to stop making them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they are going to cost a boatload, a an ungodly mm-hmm. amount of money to make. But... You know, if there's one guy you don't bet against, yeah. Arlie Army, by the way, um, he he deserves everything. Um, 
because he he is he is what he is. He right. is as God made him. Yeah, that's right. But while we're talking about Arlie, Arlie Army, we probably should send a shout out. Yeah, let's let's give a shout out real quick to Dolph Lundgren, shall we? Hey, what, Dolph. What's the connection there? <coughs> Arlie Army and Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Um, they both were in movies where <laughs> they were like in military type positions and villains. All right. Yeah. And yeah. Villains. So were we all officially a nay on Avatar? Yes, I wow. think so. So we're it's betting against you, all of us. Nay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And the other James thing is, and we were going to talk about this later, but probably don't have time. So maybe on the next podcast, if we get around to it. But like, Hollywood is not doing well with these big franchises. Yeah. Like they're they're all tanking like all these worlds and all these universes and all these franchises they're trying to create are just not working which was easy to predict yeah. when, when you know because that's what they do anytime <laughs> anybody has big success with something then mm-hmm. everybody's got to copy it or, or make their own and marvel's the only one that's working right now yeah and maybe wonder woman has star brought dc wars, back star and star wars right you know you, you there are a reason those franchises mm-hmm. and those cinematic universes that everybody's got to have, you know, quote unquote, cinematic universe. We got to have our own. There's mm-hmm. a reason they work, and that's because there's a crap ton of time invested and stories built and worlds mm-hmm. built for decades before they get there. Right. You couldn't have that's just true. walked into the Marvel universe without, you know, uh, seventy years of Captain America before that, and mm-hmm. fifty years of Iron Man, and, and on and on and on. Like, like these guys have been built and like people know them you can't just okay yeah we're gonna make a a a venom verse right so i've got one more year and a for you all yes that's not that that wasn't written down but i heard it yesterday and i wanted to bring it up surprise yay and a surprise yay or nay i meant yay or nay but i said yay and a okay so ralph macchio know him and william zapka zapka how do you say his name Uh uh-huh johnny lawrence johnny are going for youtube red are going to start a Cobra Kai series picking up from the original Karate Kid with them playing their characters. Yay or nay? Yay. I'm a, I'm a big yay on this. Yeah, me too. Yay. I think so, it'd be awesome. So, I might actually do YouTube Red because of it. They're, so they're picking up after cr- the original Karate, Karate, after Karate Kid? Kid 2. That's fantastic. Three. After 3. They're picking up after 3. But they're oh, playing. Okay. But the, of course, they couldn't call it Karate Kid because they're in their fifties. But yeah. they both look good. Yeah, still. they do. Yeah. But yeah, I haven't heard any details other than they've talked about it, and it is yeah. happening. I'm a little sad that Pat's not around for yeah, this. That's true. Very sad, but yeah, I'm still down to see what they do with it. Yeah. Now, here's the thing with Johnny, though. It's a rule that I live by, and that's once a d bag, always a d bag. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, he 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 couldn't. He can't stay in the right, LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stay in the light side of the forest for too long. Yeah, that's true. It's, <laughs> I mean, it, they need the other guy too, just to save the body bag line. Um, you got to yeah. have him just come in and say, "Hey, you got garbage bags? I don't know something." You got to have, you got to play into that moment. That's a that's a keeper line. Let's throw Marvel news into this yay or nay real quick too. Okay, uh, nay. Captain Marvel will be set in the 90s before Iron Man, and so that's how you're going to kind of connect her to this universe in a way to kind of back-end uh, some some uh, equity there that like she's been around longer. We just didn't know about it. Mm. Captain Marvel, is that going to be the first stinker from Marvel? That's what we're yay and nay yeah, on? Yeah, yay or nay. I'm yaying on that. I wow. don't think it's going to be very good. Now, they have not had a stinker the whole time they've been around, like, and I'm talking like, I guess financially and right. critically, ne- neither one, they haven't had a failure. So, yeah, I going, think it's gonna fail. 
yeah. Again, this is kind of a situation where you don't want to bet against the behemoth of Marvel, but it's got to happen at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, some sometime they're going to hit the wall, mm-hmm. and yeah, I I kind of lean on it being this one. No, it feels like they're backpedaling here. And I, a little of that is resentment because I do think Black Widow, and we talked about this. Yes, should have been but she should have gotten the first Marvel that, uh, that was women's your, yeah, movie. Exactly, that was your play, and it should have came out way before Wonder Woman did. Mm-hmm. And well, and all this Wonder Woman success is this is this playing into what they're doing with this now? Because they're like, we're we, we're at the forefront. We've been at the forefront of the of the the comic universe movies, mm-hmm. and now DC's actually beat us to the punch. Yeah. of having a. You know, which is Marvel's fault. Female centric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could have done it. Yeah, they could have done it five years ago it. and would have been great. Yeah. And speaking of Wonder Woman, have you all heard the Oscar buzz for Wonder Woman? Let's throw this in yay or nay. All nay. right. Okay. Nay. Is, is the Oscar buzz for Wonder Woman legit? And they're talking best director. Yep. And best picture. Best picture. And when I say they. Uh, don't everybody get confused and think that that means multiple sources. They means the studio that made the movie. <laughs> Warner Brothers and only Warner Brothers are the ones putting this out there. Nay. Is it legit? Nay. I haven't seen it. I don't know anything about it, but nay. I apologize to my aunt if she's listening to this. Yeah, Paulette is all about Wonder Woman. This is the most ridiculous... <laughs> I've ever heard. What, oh, man. what a bunch of nonsense. That movie, like, out of all superhero movies ever made, this one is the one that legitimately uh, deserves some type of consideration for Best Picture? No. Mm-hmm. Nay. It's a huge nay on this. There's no way. And Patty Jenkins did a fine job of making a mediocre film. And... but. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, PJ. <laughs> but I'm sorry. Man, the backhanded compliment. Just because <laughs> just because she's a woman and she made a movie that made some money, it is not any better than, you know, middle of the road other superhero movies that that have come out. Just because it it, it does uh it is a female lead, I'm sorry. It's not any better than a lot of these. Yeah. No, I, it's, that's unanimous again. I'm a nay on that. Too. And the 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 uh, third <coughs> act is then the climax is awful. Kind of bad, yeah. Yeah, I well, did not like the villain at all. Yeah, I didn't no, like what they no, did with was, him. I didn't like the fight at the end. Yeah, L- Professor Lupin is a fine pick for the what he did in the first two thirds right. of the movie, but to, for him to pull that off, Ares, yeah. God of War, no, nope, yeah. nope, can't do it. So basically, what you're saying is not every. Not every kid should get a trophy. Right. That's <laughs> yeah. what you're saying. Right. I'm definitely saying that. If you had okay. to pick through all of them, if you had to pick a, a comic movie to break that glass ceiling of being yeah. nominated for Best Picture or Best Director, which one would you pick? Uh, let's see. Out of the ones that have ever been made, mm-hmm. ones that should have been in consideration, I would say the first Superman. I'll say... Uh, I have three. I wonder mm, if you're going to say the same three. Uh, what was the second Nolan Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Those were two of mine. I don't know that I would say any of the Marvel movies. As much as I love Marvel and I ride or die Marvel. I think because of the year it was, and I've looked at this and I don't remember what it was, but I would almost say Winter Soldier might have deserved some if, attention yeah, for that. If, if I was going to do one, it would probably be that or maybe Guardians just because it was so different. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. But Winter Soldier is to me the yeah the best of their lot and the the one that I could take most seriously. Mm-hmm. The ending of your film has got to be strong. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know too many Oscar winners that had a weak ending. You may not have liked the movie overall, but yeah, does the ending does the movie as a whole hold up? Mm-hmm. There's holes here and there, but does it you know is the ending in question by yeah. so many people, which is what everybody I've talked to. I don't think I've said. I don't think I've talked to anybody that said, "Oh yeah, it was a great movie." Except, you know, the guy at the the, the guy at Devil Cinema is like, "Yeah, I saw it. It's not bad, but man, the ending." Yeah, you know, that yeah. was the first thing I'd heard about. It's unquestionable. Like yeah. that, that that ending does not work. Yeah, in in any conceivable way. Listen, I I'm not anti woman, but I'm gonna call it the way it is. You know what? I love I love women and I love anti women. So I'll I'll you know I would hey you know what and and I love I think Black Widow would have made a fantastic movie yep. and like and I would have if if you know Wonder Woman was deserving uh like if the because mm-hmm. I'm judging it as a film period I don't care who it who's in it who stars in it what the character is is it a good movie is it a good story right and nope. <laughs> yeah, who directed doesn't matter. It's 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 the. It's, I think it's, it's easily the, the best of the DC movies. Yes, it is, is and, it? which and it were has, all directed by men and starred men. So and it has moments. Mm-hmm. And she's, uh, you know, she's a presence on screen. Mm-hmm. I mean, camera loves her. Yep. And and, and she's I, a legit badass. Like she was yeah. Israeli special forces. Like she's for real. Yeah, I, I, you I, can tell. I that. like her. I like everything about her. And, and mm-hmm. you know, good for them and for this movie. But. When you're gonna say best picture, I, I'm gonna there's draw no the line right there. Yeah. Even in a weak year, there's no way. We got one more thing to discuss on this podcast. Hey, before we do that, <laughs> real quick, real quick, just to show this is, and I think we should say this, just to show how much this is why the we love, love women. Yeah. Okay. And this is why the women love Todd because of these tangents. See. Yeah. See how he does it. Yeah. <clears throat> just because. We want you all to know out there because you know we don't want you to we don't want you to tune in and say oh well, he, he they don't like Wonder Woman click mm-hmm. we're gonna go over and listen to this <laughs> right we don't want you to think that in fact I think and I'm throwing this out there but I think what we should do you ready yeah you ready yeah, for yeah, this let's hear it I say we we have a we have a we have some kind of a contest some kind of a prize drawing uh-huh. where we have a female. Direct one of an mm. of an upcoming um, spot or or you know short. It's interesting. Like to see and just you know just just not 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 we're not trying to buy buy love here, but you know, well maybe, uh, but you know, <laughs> let's let's promote right diversity and yeah absolutely all that crap. I, I I'm I have no uh, qualms with that. Yeah, I say we do it. I, I mean, I'm not going to be in it. I don't want to be directed by a woman. But if a woman wants to direct one <laughs> yeah. hard things, yeah. <laughs> we might have uh, some dogs running around. Right. Really, you know. All right. Last thing. One more yay or nay. Is Spider-Man: Homecoming the best uh, Spider-Man movie ever made? I'm going to say nay. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. How about that? Um. Well, I'll just I'll say nay. Okay. I don't think it's the best. Okay. Initially, I'm going to say yay, but I'm interested to hear why you all say nay. I'm going to say, like, I haven't seen it in forever, 
but I have a feeling that uh, Raimi's second Spider-Man, um, so Spider-Man Two, is is edges it out. And so my reasoning for this is because I remember that as a as a good good film and by far his best of his three. Um, and this one, uh, Homecoming, felt like, and this is becoming a problem with Marvel movies. It felt like a chapter rather than its own thing. Yeah, I think right. that's I think that's fair. I I think um I think Holland's the best Spider Man no that's been on. He seems like a high school kid. Mm-hmm. He acts like a high school kid. He has that look and sense of wonder of a high school kid. Um Toby Maguire always seemed like um you know, a thirty plus year old uh, substitute chemistry teacher You're right. in that role, and you yeah. can't. It's hard to pull that off. I, yeah, he has that doughy boyish kind of look, but tinged, doughy. <laughs> tinged with a. I hope you're listening, Toby. Yes, seriously Toby. older uh, kind of look. If you know, if you had, if you'd had uh, Holland playing the role in the in that Doc Ock spectacle, because I mean, yeah. really, the the whole Doc Ock was probably is one of one of the most probably well-rounded villains and portrayal of a villain. And you really feel like you, you kind of empathize with the villain the whole time. Mm. And so, yeah, I, I think two is probably the best. And I'd say homecoming would probably come in probably second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd say yeah. so. Now let's, uh, let's talk about some space cops. If, if any of you want to get caught up, head over to the Space Cops YouTube channel and then get caught up on these things. It won't take you long, and you'll be able to follow along with what we're talking about. But, let, yeah, let's jump into it. What's the fallout from you guys? Have you all heard some feedback? Uh, you know, are we exposing a new generation to this, this show that we loved? Well, I'm going to start off first by saying thank you for those people that are watching. Because without you, we wouldn't have anybody watching it. That's right. Except us. We Except watch it a lot. Us. Why? So, but I would like to say, shame on you people that aren't watching it. Yeah, I'm going to be the bad guy. How I'm many? Be the bad. Guy. How many United States listeners do we have? Five hundred and something. Yeah, and a hundred subscribers. Come on, people. So a new generation of 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 watchers introduced to this yeah. show. What? I have a group that comes over here every Sunday and or Monday night, depending on everybody's schedule, of about six or seven. Of my daughter's friends, so ranging in age from, let's say, 17 to 21, 22, probably 6 to 10 of them come over here every week and watch it religiously. So I think we're, I think we're definitely introducing it to an, a new generation because they have talked it up. They're, they're getting all their friends to subscribe. I would be surprised if a third of our, of our subscribers are from this group of kids <laughs> who are, are coming over and... And watching the show, so, and you know what? That's fine. Loving it. Let's, that's fine. Let's let's make this a youth movement. Let's do it. And for all you that, uh, for all you twenty-two and above, shame on you if you aren't, because this is shame. You, you know, Todd he, is bringing the shame this yeah, morning. He, he decided to go negative with it, and that's that's fine too. We need, you know, if <laughs> well, this started a few days ago, and it didn't have anything to do with viewers or non-viewers, <laughs> but I'm I'm letting been, it bleed over because that's what I do best. It's been a trend. Yeah. So anyway, all I'm saying is, you know what? We support our we support our uh, U.S. Olympic teams. Let's right. just think of us, the three of us, and, and the US space YouTubers. cops as your Olympic 
comedy event that you really need to support. There you go. So let's talk. I want to talk about the Bo Jingles epic oh the saga, the, yeah. the Bo Jingles saga. Four, those are episodes four, five, and six. I mean, just thoughts. Gosh. Let's hear some thoughts about what your memories. Sean Cook. Just wow. a wonderful acting job all yeah. around. He, yeah. he, his eyes roll back in his head as good as anybody I've ever seen. Yeah. He took a punch. He laid there and wallowed, and he wore those shorts pretty well. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. Like, I, I took a psychology class, and, and we talked about um, <clears throat> repressed memories. Like, if you have terrible memories of trauma that happened to you in your childhood, you'll repress them. Yeah. And I think that's what happened with me with Bo Jingles, because when, when he came <laughs> yeah. up on the screen, like, all these uh-huh. weird feelings started coming back of, like, angst, and, and like, that dude is just pure evil. And I remember yeah. as a kid just being terrified. They played it really smart because it's he's all, uh, you know, you don't consider him that much of a threat the first time they run into him in the in the interview. Like you're like, how does he know this information about them mm-hmm. when when they're interrogating him? Like the orphans and yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. But it, you know, does he does he seem all that scary? Like not necessarily. But then you know, the next time you see him, like it just you know, he is yeah. gunning down. <laughs> yeah. A dude who's just trying to do some aerobics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gunned him down. And so let's talk about that. Like, Jurgen, the character of Jurgen. Like, I, I don't know that I've ever seen, like, because you, that, I remember the A team and shows like that. Like, nobody ever got shot on national never, television. Never. So I don't know how they got around that because that's like maybe the most bloody scene. It's, it's, it's as bloody a scene as I remember from any show Very explicit. on TV. In that whole era. Nothing came close. Yeah. I mean, the, even the group of, of uh, teenagers that watch it with me who are used to seeing that kind of violence and stuff, like, there, there's very little censorship as far as that goes on TV. Even they gasped when mm. Jurgen was getting holes punched in him from <laughs> yeah from the bullets raining down from, from Bo. So. Yeah. And why Jurgen? You know, he's... Well, and a lot of people don't probably don't remember this, or they will when I say this. But Jurgen was—he uh, did a lot of those foreign coffee commercials. You oh, remember? Yeah. Yeah. And he just—he huh. was—he was the face of. I think it was. Uh, so like Juan Valdez type stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was called Cafe El La Mocha. Oh. Was the brand? Yeah. So Juan Valdez was Colombian coffee, and he had this burrow. And yes. so Jurgen was what German German he coffee. A, he was a German French coffee drinker, uh-huh. of course. Yeah, uh-huh. and he saddled the border a lot. Yeah. So one thing that the Germans and the French can agree on is coffee. So oh yeah, they get together. Absolutely. They get Jurgen in there. Yeah, yeah, and that's he brought them both together. That's yeah. the thing. He yeah. was he was a he soothed he soothed old <laughs> old wounds. Yeah, and uh, so the the saga ends in the RV. Nice Winnebago, by the way. Yeah. Oh, um, shout out to Craig Bell. I heard. Yeah. <laughs> Snip. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, so it ends in the uh, RV, and and you know, the word was from what I've read online was that Jackie Franklin was certain. Like that was his Emmy turn. That he he really put everything into that. And oh it's pretty yeah. The fair. emotional scene at the end. Yeah. You mean yeah. Yeah. He was oh. he was. Certain he was going to walk away with an Emmy for that. Yeah, and when he understandable when he didn't, and it's pretty early in the series, but when he didn't, that was kind of where his downward slide yeah. started. Mm. And and the guy was, you know, uh, we know how it ended up. Yeah, he's but, a fragile guy. Yeah, or was so he put it, he put a lot into that. He yeah. he he really believed in uh, human alien. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, equality. Right, and not a lot of people were doing that back then. Right, right. Yeah. Well, that and that's clear from because the the 
very famous musical tribute to peace at the end was Jackie's, you know, Jackie requested it, kind of demanded yeah. that they do it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, that it be a world tribute, not just... Yeah. Yeah, not just peace, but world. Yeah. The whole... Yeah. World peace. What, yeah. what, and what do you all think about that? I mean, that was also a little bit odd at the time. You didn't often get, you know, actors, like, how did you, did you feel that worked? I mean, what... I thought it was beautiful. Hmm. I mean, I, like, even now, I was moved. 30 years, 30, 35 years later, I was moved. It was really touching. Well, you can see when he's staring at his outreached hand. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. what's so different about Klaatu's hand? I, yeah. 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 As this. Hand. Right. Well, yeah. that's an that's a di- interesting way to think about it. Yeah. I mean, I thought he might just be on drugs, but I like what you're saying. I like think that he, he was, was seeing beyond. It was a little more the, intentional. I think he was looking beyond the stupor. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Into, I like that, Todd. You know, hey. Yeah. <laughs> this is my hand. This is my hand. What about, what about. What's so different about but that it could green scalar hand. hand? Yeah. It could be. Or a black hand. Or, yeah. or a yellow hand. Or whatever. Yeah. 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 Red hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other color God hands. bless Jackie and his efforts. Yeah. Yeah, it's tragic. But now we've started in on a new chapter. Yes. Before you start about the new chapter, okay. I, can I All say right. one, yeah, one last thing yeah. about, about the Bo Jingles yes. story arc? And a lot of people probably... Um, you know, you're you're watching it now, and you're thinking, "Oh, that's that's some funny effects." But at the time, state of the art, yeah, thermal heat scan effects. Oh my inside goodness! Inside the Winnebago, yeah. you don't see back in <laughs> yeah. the '80s. You didn't see that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. The thermo scan, yeah. the thermo scan. You would cut, you'd cut away to something that was like a drawn map. Right? They're not mm-hmm. gonna, yeah, they're not gonna try to like, yeah, fit that into their budget or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, no. not even gonna attempt the, it. But the amount of detail, yeah. in, in the image, <laughs> you can see it. I mean, yes. yeah, stab, stab, like a yeah. stabbing motion, right. yeah. the knife outline and everything. It's a huge knife too. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, it's a massive knife. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, the thing is, a lot of people would look at it and say, "Golly, well that." You know, they could have, they really could have played up the suspense part if they'd held off. <laughs> yeah, what's going on and, in there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah what's right. going on in that bago? Yeah, but ABC said no. We no, want to yeah. show what kind of money we're sinking into this yeah. space cops. Yeah. So you don't, you don't, you don't get that a lot in yeah. in any show. Like everything else, ahead of its time. Don't play by the rules here. We don't, we don't do things the way everybody else mm-hmm. does. Can I say another thing that maybe they were a little bit maybe behind their time on or, or right at their time. Yeah. A lot of gay jokes <laughs> well, in Space Cups. Yeah. It's, and I don't, I don't think I remembered that until I started watching them again. Right. Which one, am, which one are you thinking of? Um, well, I mean, there's, there's the, in the second episode, I think, yeah. there's the Queer Dust. Yeah. Um, I, queer does third. mean strange. It's true. Yeah. So it's true. It's got a different meaning now than it did then. The Stan and be. Eugene Shallots always used to argue that on that one specifically right. that that didn't mean anything. And so, okay. yeah. but well, but, maybe it's good we're clearing this up then. Um, so yeah, maybe that does mean strange. Um, and then the other one was I just thought of it and now oh uh, fruit salad, <laughs> couple of fruits. Oh well, that's hard <laughs> to yeah. It, was, it seems like it always came from Jackie Franklin. Too. Yeah. Like you know, a character like, trait then. Well, maybe. or or was he taking some liberties with the script? Mm, I don't, yeah. I don't know. He but, might have been playing around, but they left it in. And and, and, and I got yeah. a, I heard that just through the grapevine that that the fruit salad remark that he had no idea what he was even saying. <laughs> I, I I heard this from several too. people that he just he had no clue. He was the just context. saying a line. Yeah, Re- yeah, yeah. Reggie had no idea what that line meant, and just. Just he just read it, but to 
you know, but to be to be truthful, that was during the time that he was um, he was ending his seventh marriage. Oh wow! So I don't know if that had anything seventh. to do with it. Yeah, yeah. but you, yeah. you're right. Half of the interrogation of Klaatu was focused on. He seemed to be focused on. You know, were you and Korthos gay? I don't right. Know. Yeah. Almost as an interrogation. And you, tactic. you could not get away with that these not days. Not today. No. Mm-hmm. No. So anyway. All right, so the new the new chapter, the yeah. new saga that has ju- we've we've started in on, it's developing. Scapegoat Zoo. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. introduce uh, a new character, Niedermeyer, in this one. Ned Niedermeyer. Yeah, yeah. The the pain that he, yeah. you know, the physical, mental pain that yeah. he went through to recreate the the shaming. Yeah. Now I've I've heard. Um, and maybe you all have too. I don't know, but I've heard that he actually did suffer inner, injury in that in, mm. in making that took scene. a hard fall. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that the the Lyndon Baines Johnson like that was that was legit. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what he says when he's really in pain. Yeah. I've heard. Yeah, <laughs> that might be my one of my favorite uh, substitute curse words. Yes, to, to yeah. say the name of a former president. I like that. Yeah, I've never I haven't heard it before. And the full name. Just say and middle name and everything. Well, yeah. and that one, the cadence of the delivery of Lyndon Baines Johnson, <laughs> yeah. it just fills out exactly what yeah. you need. And, I, I mean, I don't know, is well, we got time. I know we always got time. Well, we got but time. What, what other presidential name that mm. if, let's just say you were building your kid mm. a treehouse that you'd promised him for three years and still haven't got around to doing, but yeah. let's say you were, that scenario you were doing that and you missed... Miss the nail, hit your thumb, mm-hmm. and he's right there helping. Mm-hmm. So you have what, to come up with a substitute on the fly. Yeah. yeah. What would it, what would it be? I'm going to go Grover Cleveland. Hmm. Grover S. Cleveland. Yeah, see, I think it has to have a middle name. Mm. You think? I think so, because y- you just instinctively put the S in there. I think right. you have to say the middle name also, or it just doesn't work. Almost like you need name, gap, quick hit. <laughs> yeah. Gap. yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. And then the finish. Yes. Well, I'd say that Lyndon Baines is probably the best one. That's as good as it gets, yeah. John Fitzgerald. John Fitzgerald Kennedy. It's too much. Too too much. Because, it's but too F much. could be a double a double entendre there. Yeah. John F. Yeah, you John see. F. Kennedy. Yeah. 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 You got to be careful. It's <laughs> you slippery slope. You be careful with, with a nine-year-old. Yes, yeah. you do. Yeah. That's, but, that's yeah. one we can put out there for the fans. If you can think of a good president <laughs> substitute cuss word, hit us up. We, we'd love to hear them. And... They really did milk that pain on the episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really milked they it. Didn't. I, I mean, I heard they had eight cameras shooting <laughs> Just that. For that. And 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 they and how many microphones like, capturing that horrible sound coming from Niedermeyer's vocals. And, and some and you know there was there was there was a there was some scuttlebutt going around uh, that 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 really, you know, what the, that wasn't him actually creating that wailing noise. Oh, that it, it wasn't was, him. It was uh, it was tiny deer being tortured oh, uh, yeah. at a prison camp somewhere Again, in Utah. Get by with and that, that didn't happen. It really it really was Ron. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it was so good. They were like, well this there's no there's way no this way. could come from a human. Right. Yeah. They were they were saying, well this is similar to the exorcist. You know, no 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 people make that kind of noise. It, it That's has not to a human. be it has to be venison in yeah. in Salt Lake City. Yeah. Yeah. Being tortured. Tortured venison. <laughs> of course. In the yeah. salt in the Salt Lake State. Wow. Well, man, nice job, Ron. Yeah. On that on that sound. I mean, I, I can't. Every time I every time I watch it, I'm I'm taken there, and I I I, I live it. I live the yeah. I live the pain and agony that he's going through. Because how can you not? 
<laughs> so were you all kind of surprised or taken aback that the Chiefs' master plan <laughs> and, and the greatest prank he could think of right then after yeah. scheming was to, to hit the help with a boat oar in the back yeah. of the legs? Yeah. That's what... Johnny, people. Johnny, run out of the closet and smack him as hard as you can with the boat oar on the back of the knees. <laughs> it it doesn't blink. seem like it's worthy of like whispering and, and right. like <laughs> yeah. scheming. Yeah, uh, it doesn't. It doesn't. Not really a lot s- to it. Doesn't seem like a plan. Right. It seems like a last second ditch effort <laughs> yeah. to, to cause do, pain and misery. Right. right. Yeah. To a so. to a poor to a poor guy who's trying to fit a machine gun into a Manila envelope, which he successfully right. which does. He did, he by did the way. somehow. Yeah. Well. I think I think Reg had his own issues. Well, that's and, obvious. And the chief, uh, yeah. but but yeah, I think I, you know, I think they probably had a couple different scenarios, and they went with the strongest one. Yeah. So another another character gets introduced. And Gaglione. We, Gaglione, uh, a huge part of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, any any time you needed a foil for you know the. If you needed somebody on the inside to slow down what the space cops were trying to get done, uh, they would always throw in Gaglione. Mm-hmm. You know, you, yeah. it was so frustrating because he's supposed to be one of you, but he, you know, he's always getting in the way, yeah, and and slowing down the justice, and seems to really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, Earth, definitely an Earthbound cop, oh, and yeah. and always is going to play that way. Whereas Reg has got a little bit of. Some empathy for for those beyond the stars. Yeah, that's uh, that's where we're at right now, and uh, you know we're getting ready to meet uh, Capella, and wow, yeah. you know, also another and her gang of of orphans, another frightening, frightening concept, and, yeah. and you know, nightmare inducing what was going on there. <laughs> so, yep. And let's something let's, to look forward to. And let's see how let's see how Don. Uh, empathizes with those orphans being, being his orphan own himself. Yeah. orphan self. How, how, how's he gonna? How's he gonna relate? Yeah. Guess we'll find out. All right. Well, um, let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll come back with some more talk hard goodness. We're up. All right, man. This is exciting times. Ooh, yeah. We are doing the drawing for a live right here on Facebook for the first time ever. Yeah. Walk Softly Films. Doing the drawing. Uh, Todd, show everybody their names in the bag. Multiple names in the bag. Look in the bag. The bag. There we go. All right. All right. And can I can I show the, the prize? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely show the prize. Here's, here's what we're Look drawing for. Look at that. That's Heather Charcoal. Oh, my goodness. With the, the official logo. All right, here we go. Everybody ready? Ballpark mustard is the I'd... color on the, on the design, yeah, I believe. I wish I had trained my dog to do a drum roll. We've All got right. one viewer right now live. Oh, somebody's excited. I hope I draw your name, whoever you are. <laughs> yeah. They deserve right. it. I'm they shuffling deserve them up. It. They deserve it. Shame on the rest of you. That's right. Shuffling. Everybody likes Tide's... Uh, Hello Kitty. Yeah. <laughs> we need some phones. we need some hearts for that. Yeah. Right. Including Todd. Todd really likes it. All right, I've got a name in my hand. Here we go. There it is. Can we see it? Greg 
Percival. Greg, Greg Percival, congratulations. Oh, man. Greg Percival. You That's your t-shirt. are the proud owner of one of the rare Space Cops t-shirts that's out there right now. So congratulations. Congratulations, Greg. Now, just to be a troll, I Wear had this two every names day. in my hand, and oh, I dropped no. one of them, so I'm going to see who almost won. Wow, going to really put it in their face. That's right. They get a Space Cops pencil. It was almost Jacob Johns. Oh, oh. no. You broke his heart. It was so close to being Jacob Johns. Oh, and he's in the show with me tonight, so he's probably going to kill me. So not the last chance, and we'll uh, announce that right now, not the last chance for you to win a uh, T-shirt. We're going to do, the next one is, uh, I think, out of the next 20 people who hmm. leave a review for Talk Hard, this oh, podcast. There we go. You've got a second chance to win a T-shirt. Wow, all, okay. All you got to do is, is uh, send us some stars on there. One of the tri- first 20 reviews of Talk Hard. We'll get uh, a chance for another T-shirt, and this one was one in a hundred. Uh, right, right. Yeah, get up, Greg Percival. We're just gonna jump right into this. Uh... This 18, I said 1883 earlier. Sorry, I was a decade off. 1893 uh, Pepsi uh, taste challenge for, for Todd. And, and Scott and I are going to participate too. So let's get it to it. Let's get to this some 1893 Pepsi testing. Oh, there it is. All right. Listen to that. So, yeah, just as background, we already said Todd is a major Pepsi file. And cola in general. He's a connoisseur of all right. colas, right? And Pepsi comes out on top. But I've probably yes, seen literally a hundred movies with you. I've never watched a movie with you where you didn't have a Pepsi. So <laughs> That's true. That's true. So when we were in the grocery store, I uh, saw a can laying around somewhere uh, of this 1893 Pepsi cola. And it's in its tall, skinny can. Uh, so it, it grabs your eye. It's like, what is that? Very 1893-like. Yeah, right. yeah. The, yeah. So... Picked it up and said, you know, it's a, it's a it's a new Pepsi. Todd's got to try it. So we're gonna we're gonna do a taste test right here and see if it's good or not. Because I have a, a feeling it's not, but we'll, we'll see. <laughs> hey, and you know what? Before we get to all this tasty yeah. taste testing, I'd like to I'd like to throw a challenge to PepsiCo. Okay, mm-hmm. hold on. <sighs> now Pepsi, do you see what we did? We opened not one but two. Pepsi 1893 colas. And listen. Scott pouring it into his happily ever after a Little Mermaid <laughs> cup I got for him. Now, Pepsi, I'm going to tell you something. I'm, 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 this is from the bottom of my heart. You, you're, you're, you're listening right now to a man that has supported your product since the early 80s, probably late 70s. I'm talking about 16-ounce returnable bottles mm. in the fridge. Wow. Then put it in the freezer for about 20 minutes to get them just right, and then pop those open. I've I've been supporting you since I can't remember when. Mm-hmm. This, this is a perfect, perfect scenario for you to support Walk Softly Films. Yeah. Oh, wow. And independent film. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, sure. Bold. I didn't, I didn't do see I want, that coming. Yeah. Do I want <laughs> okay. glass bottles back? 
full force? Absolutely. <laughs> but, and not just in the large markets. I want it here where, where we could all get it. I don't want to hear about bacterial meningitis or anything. I just want I want it in a glass bottle. Yeah. Right. Get the mice out of there and let's let's do it. Let's do but it. what I'm saying, PepsiCo, you're this is grassroots here. The mm-hmm. it's people like me that keep you afloat. Okay. True. And I want you to support independent film. I want PepsiCo to support Walk Softly Films and independent film across across this great globe of ours. We'll product place. <laughs> Absolutely. We're not we're not shameful. All right. So, so here we go. It's time to do this. Let's let's see. Let me give you a little background. Inspired okay. by the original recipes oh. created in eighteen ninety three by Pepsi founder Caleb Bradham. Interesting. Eighteen ninety three yeah. is a blend of cola nut extract, real sugar and sparkling water. 1893 can be enjoyed as a delicious standalone beverage or as the perfect enhancement for top shelf cocktails. Here we go. You know us. We love our top shelf cocktails. This is the, hold on. This is not the black currant though, is it? Is it this? It doesn't say anything about black currant on there, does it? No, it's just just original original cola. Okay. So this is probably better. This is the 1893 original cola. It's a bold spin on an original cola. Here we go. Here we go. All right, everybody. Let's take a sip. Tastes like slightly different Pepsi to me. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> well, no. what, what's the master say? That aftertaste is weird. What do you got, Todd? <laughs> I like it. Okay, <laughs> here you and are. Here's what, <laughs> and here's why I like it. Because it's not, you know, they didn't put potpourri in it. Like mm-hmm. whoever did that one drink, they added potpourri or spice or something. Yeah, and, no. And this, they just put they, cola me, nut extract. Let's go second drink here. Okay. To me... It's not bad. It just it's like Pepsi only like almost watered down just a little bit, like a little you know. So yeah. it, it it almost has like a diet vibe to it, just, exactly. just barely. Yeah, I do not. I can't do an after twang without like yeah. after I, I slurp it in. I don't want to taste anything after I exhale, and ugh, that has got a lot of exhale taste to it. I held off on that one, by the way. So this is definitely <laughs> this is definitely going to get uh, funding for Walk Softly Films then, right? Because it's gross. Let, let, let me let me tell you though. Let me tell you, and and being, gonna love this. being a being a Pepsi aficionado. Yeah. What, what, this, what do Alan and I know? Yeah, as long as Todd likes it, he's the one that's going to be buying the stuff, not me. Now, does this taste like Pepsi? No, it doesn't taste like Pepsi. It doesn't taste like Coke. It doesn't taste like RC. It doesn't taste like Double Cola, which to me are the four biggies. Yeah. Um. So, where does it fit? It's and yeah, it does have a little bit of an aftertaste. I'll mm-hmm. give you that, but it's not that diet aftertaste because trust me, if I if I drink a diet Pepsi, I now have what I do is I give it to the person next to me and say, "Taste this," because this isn't this doesn't taste right. right. And they usually say, "You're right." Um, so it doesn't have that diet kind of kind of feel. It's um, it it tastes like. Um, it tastes like gourm- like a gourmet Pepsi. Mm, so, and so there's a little, you know, yeah. it's not as sugary. Because Pepsi, of all the colas, Pepsi's probably the most sugary yeah. and sweet of all of them. Because Coke's got that kind of, yeah. you know, off. It's got, and Coke has its own good, good taste. But but this is, I, it's almost like I can taste the cola nut. Mm. Mm-mm. Maybe, maybe that's li- maybe that's what I don't like about it. <laughs> he likes his calling that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there you go. I think it's a successful I test give it for a Todd. Thumbs up. I okay. give it a thumbs up. And I, and trust me, 
I don't give thumbs up very. No, you don't. Not easily. You're very particular about your colas. So to other Pepsi aficionados out there, I think Todd's verdict is check it out. Yeah. Check it out. You may like it. You may hate it. But you might not. But there it is. <laughs> All right. Is it time to play a little Force Watch? Oh my gosh! Force How much time watch. do we have left? <laughs> All right, force let's play some games. All right, so I guess let's just get this over with. Um, now, let me say right up front, I feel like Force Watch, the the uh, the reason for its being is, you know, maybe three things. One, uh, encourage your friends, make your friends watch something you think they would like mm-hmm. uh, that they haven't seen. Right. Uh, number two could be inflict pain on them make yes. them watch something that uh you know they won't like uh you know and and maybe check it's a funny joke <laughs> yeah and then i think the third one would be let's all watch something together that we haven't seen in a long time mm-hmm. and you know and, and evaluate it the after. resurgence of some it, it, yeah. right something that, that you know maybe it takes it warrants a second look from years past mm-hmm. so i think those are the three things that uh that you could do with force watch which of those things do you think todd did here <laughs> this is absolutely number two <laughs> This is absolutely pain-inducing film watching. Now, was that intentional, Todd? Could I add a fourth option to <laughs> okay, yeah, your three? You can. I don't know and if we'll that, accept it. Well, and that is to open a new door and 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 have you watch something that you would. There's no way in the world uh, your moral instincts would not let you watch. Or, for example, right. But something out there that is. I don't know, broadens the horizons, let's say. Okay. Good or bad. Good horizons, bad horizons, they're horizons. So right. that's that, that that would be the other option. Okay. And, Along with the other three. And the movie that we're speaking of that Todd forced us to watch is of course The Greasy Strangler. <laughs> streaming now on Amazon Prime. Um I, I don't I don't know I don't know where to start. <laughs> I don't know how anybody's gonna watch this thing because there's going to be such a deluge of people wanting to watch this that you're 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 going to have that little spinning cursor in the middle of your screen. Yeah, uh, all you need to do is watch a trailer for this thing, and you'll know whether you want to see it or not. Uh, direct. Let's see, 2016 just came out last year. Directed by Jim Hosking, mm-hmm. written by Toby Harvard and Jim Hosking. Uh, stars Michael St. Michaels. Sky Elabar, Elizabeth Durazzo. There's a reason you haven't heard of these people. Yeah, and maybe never will again. I almost thought the one guy was Morton Downey or Morton Downey. Morton Senior. Downey Jr. Morton, yeah, yeah, Morton Downey Jr. He's, yeah, he kind of has that 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 facial yeah. kind of. Uh-huh. By Does the way, anyone want to try to give admit. a plot or a premise? Uh, Saint Michael's is the reason you watch this thing. He is a tour de force. Let me take a crack at this. <laughs> okay, uh, I don't want to talk about it any more than I have to. Uh, so go ahead. <laughs> The the <laughs> the strangest father and son that you can ever imagine live together. Uh, their mother is dead. The father, um, his whole reason for existence seems to be uh, disco and to lead disco tours and to eat greasy food. Um, and his son is a is a large loser and helps him give these disco tours. 
and a series of murders is happening in this town that they live in, uh, being committed by someone they call the Greasy Strangler, uh, who is a monster covered in grease and chokes people to death and makes their eyeballs pop out and then likes to eat the eyeballs. This uh, is a comedy, too, everybody. It's a comedy. By the way. Uh, and then there's kind of a love... It's lighthearted fun. <laughs> yeah. In the middle of all that, there's a love triangle that happens. <laughs> right. Uh, and I think that's... How's that sound? Yeah, it's, that's, that's a, pretty good. That's a man spot on, yeah. nailed. Yeah. Uh, I, I, props, props to the amount of times that Father and son can yell, call, oh, call each other BS artists. Yeah, BS artist. Yeah, artist. Uh, what was the other thing? Uh, uh, cutie, uh, uh, disco cutie, something. Yeah, tutti fruit, tutti fruity disco cutie, or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The, the, you, people should watch it. The, no, please don't. Please, you all have got to stop telling people to watch this. Porto. <laughs> yeah, Porto. Uh, I, I am Porto. Yeah, I cannot, in good conscience, tell anybody to watch this ever. <laughs> But uh, maybe you could look up just the, the scene of them screaming "cutie," yeah, or "tutti tutti fruity disco, disco cutie, cutie" or whatever it was, yeah, yeah. Um, over and over and over, and get some kind of sense of what you're in for. I watched this. Thank God I watched it. Let's let, well, we can talk about how we watched it. Yeah, I thank God watched it by myself uh, on purpose because uh, Scott gave me a disclaimer. Um, if if Christy, my wife, didn't like the other ones that Todd had recommended, she sure as heck wasn't going to watch the, <laughs> like this one. So watch, don't watch it with her. So I didn't. I watched it by myself on a Saturday morning. Streamed it on the Prime. I can get into my thoughts on it in in a in a moment. Uh, <laughs> I streamed it on Prime also uh, in the privacy of my own home. And I'll I'll fess up right here. I, first of all, I tried to watch it before because. Uh, it was very strange, and it got it got some type of you know notoriety for you know critically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not got a bad score on it's, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. Um, it does have a bad review on the, on IMDb. It's five point six out of ten. Mm. Uh, Jackasses. But so I, I tried to. I thought maybe this is funny. Like I, you know, it tries to paint itself as funny. So I, I gave it a shot. Maybe with maybe with uh, Mr. Michael Startsman. Uh, at work, and we, and we thought, well, let's give this a shot. Maybe that's how it happened. And oh, it's definitely NSFW. Yeah, I think I lasted maybe. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, maybe I lasted five minutes and 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 couldn't couldn't do it. And so I had seen five minutes of it previously. So, I, so this time I sat down to watch it all by myself, and uh, I will fess up that. I had to scan through some, uh, like I would technically watched it all, but part, you had you know, to, yeah. At least a third to half of it was like at three times speed. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there's several lingering shots of members and, and whatnot. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Todd, how did how did you watch it? Yeah, I did you watch it, it again for this? Um, no, no. See. I don't even know. I feel like that's. But this. But it was a recent. It was a recent. Okay. Watch. It was before. Okay. It was a recent. How watch recent? Anyway. How recent? Like within the last two three months. Okay. So were you in privacy? I was. I think Blythe may have been asleep. <laughs> Good. If she. Well, she hasn't had any waking nightmares that I know of, or <laughs> said anything to me. It's um, the the thing. I think when I talked to you all, the the movie, and I know this is weird, but the movie that it really resembled to me was Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, when I watched it, there's certain you know, especially you know, the, the, like you say, they'll the cutie patootie, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's or there's Tutti Fruity, Disco Cube. And what's the guy that makes those movies? Uh, J- uh Jared Hess. Yeah, I think it's clear that they were it was you know, inspired. Model, yeah, it's mm-hmm. inspired by mm-hmm. modeled on Jared Hess's mm-hmm. work. Yeah. Yeah. Awkward awkward humor. Yes. Yeah. But that would be like going to New Orleans and eating some jambalaya and then coming home and throwing some hot dogs and, <laughs> and tilapia and uh and and rotted tomatoes and, into a pot and, and call it jambalaya. While you're making it inspired keep, by yeah, it. while you're making it keep screaming, let's kick it up a notch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's yeah what kick else we need? <laughs> and and those hot dogs should probably be footlongs, yeah. if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, th- this I mean it's and it, there's a lot of absurdist in this because you're watching it and I mean, you know, there's a scene, the first uh the first uh the first visit by the greasy strangler, which takes place at a potato chip machine outside of a motel. Mm-hmm. And it's an it's a back and forth between the three or four people that are waiting to buy chips out of the machine. And it's it's uncomfortable because you're like, okay, how many how how long can they milk this? Apparently a long, a time. long time. Yeah. Because the <laughs> yeah. guy said Porto. He said Porto fewer no fewer than twelve times, I'm thinking. Um, is it worth it? Well you'll have to you'll have to watch it. No. It's no, not worth it. No, don't don't do watch it. it. Todd, you've gotta <laughs> you've gotta pump the brakes hey, on telling people to watch this. Julie thing. Taylor and Chuck watched it. I, I recommended wow. it and they watched you it. You recommended it. I recommended it and, and, and then with it with a caveat. <laughs> I recommended it with a caveat. Oh my and God. that was listen. You're probably not going to talk to me after you watch this after I've recommended it to you. But it could be one of those films that you feel like, okay, my, you know, life's more complete now that I've seen this. I've seen the dark side, and I came back out the other side. So at least one listener uh, can relate to what we're talking yes. about here. Yeah. Um, so yeah. let me, let me, we got to cut this. This show is is uh, I, I got to go basically. Yeah. But uh, so we can't go super in depth on this, nor do I want to. No, I don't want to either. But let me let me let me give my take on it. Okay. If, it, if there are two things that I hate in film <laughs> and will make me despise any movie, it is uh, weird for the sake of being weird, and it's trying to be as gross as possible. Those are the two things, and this movie knocks them out That's of the park. That's all it is. It, it is both of those. It in is spades. the finest example of both of those that <laughs> yeah, I've ever in seen in my film. life. I couldn't. I did not like uh, Napoleon Dynamite whatsoever because it had no plot. Uh, this thing kind of has a plot. Uh, but Napoleon was weird for the sake of like that's where the humor was supposed to come from. Was just it's weird, so it's funny. Now, with that being said, I like Nacho Libre. Mm-hmm. Like it's got a plot. And it's to me, it's, the weirdness serves a purpose. This thing is just you know, let's weird it up, and uh, man, it's successful. And I hate it with a passion. Yeah, hate it. I tell you what, they he does like his. Uh, they do like their fifty millimeter lens on this. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of medium to close up shots. We get a yeah. lot of shots of screaming uh, over you know older mm-hmm. men. And middle-aged men. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of uh, speedo, uh, and a, and a lot of times where you wish there was a speedo. <laughs> there was a yeah. lot of really weird full Prosthetic frontal. Dong. Oh my gosh, uh, it is so weird. Yeah, 
Um, and 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 they're tr- like he's going. He's making every effort to hit you in the face with. Mm. Well, hold on now. Um, but to hit you, know. yeah, <laughs> to, to smack you around with the weirdness and, and like, I mean, he's trying to bludgeon you with it, and, mm-hmm. and like, like we've said a couple of those we mentioned already. The and I'm never going to get a tutti frutti disco cutie uh, or mm-hmm. whatever it was, uh, saying it over and over and over and mm-hmm. over and making it uncomfortable. He tries to make you yeah. as uncomfortable as he can successfully, and, and not let up. And the the BS artist, yes, stuff, scenes like that. And and, you know, sometimes you get, and sometimes you'll get a laugh yeah. from that. I did not. Yeah, I didn't either. Not I, in this movie. I mean, I think you're talking about in general. In general, not in this yeah. movie specifically. It's like, oh, yeah, how okay. can we overdo this to the point where yeah. it becomes fun? Yeah, yeah. like yeah. do it so yeah. much that that you can't help but start laughing right. at it, and it never reached that never. point for me. And it was never so ridiculous in a funny way that it, yeah, I had to start laughing at it. Not once. Yeah, not once. I think the problem is this should have been a group a group watch <laughs> because honestly. You could have been, you could have been disturbed and uncomfortable in the presence of fine friends. friends. Yeah. Can I read the three texts I sent Scott in the span of thirty minutes when I was watching this? <laughs> They're very short, and they will sum up everything I think about this movie. Okay, first one. I'm eight minutes into Greasy Strangler, and I'm pissed. I have to finish it. <laughs> The second one, we need a punishment if we can't finish a movie because I'd take the loss on this one. Yeah. And the last one, no hyperbole, this is the most miserable I've ever been watching a movie. (laughs) Oh, come on now. It really, I was so uncomfortable. At one point, like, I'm not joking if, like, if I were emotionally unstable, I would have started crying (laughs) because I had to finish the movie. I, it was miserable sitting here watching that and thinking, I've still got 35 minutes of this thing. Like, I kept pausing it to see how much time was left. Oh, it's good. congratulations, Jim Hosking. <laughs> this is, without a doubt, not just the worst movie I've seen, but the worst experience of film I've ever had. Wow. It's yeah. awful. Wow. Thanks, Todd. So, so basically what you're saying is the the term force watch is really emblazoned. Yeah. In all its glory, yeah, yeah, it uh, defining moment for Force Watch with the greasy no strangler. You're welcome. There's no doubt. You have set the bar high <laughs> for the second uh, the second term that that Scott gave for why we do Force Watch. So, well, trust me, there there are plenty worse. Oh, I know you. I, I know can't, you can't think imagine, it, but I, there are plenty either. worse I, out there. I, it's impossible <clears throat> for me to believe that there's any film ever made that I would dislike more than this one as I watch it. One hundred percent more. Necromantic or Necromantic 2. Mm. Wow. You trust me. I, wow. I you you would rather you would rather have Greasy Strangler on an endless loop. That's amazing. No. I can't I, imagine. Yeah, and I almost hate that we put this challenge out there to Todd because yes. I almost yeah, feel like yeah, yeah, the yeah. next force watch is gonna be like, You think you hated that one? Uh, <laughs> guess what, homies? I, I, you you said you couldn't like a movie worse. Well guess what? All right, so um Scott, you won yes. Force Watch with Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. Um, I think we all gambled on box office, and it made a hundred million. And you, you, uh, Bob Barkered me. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Um, to to, uh-huh. to we're to just gonna start my, calling you Bob to steal my first ever victory of Force Watch away from me by uh, bidding <laughs> me by by one million dollars. <laughs> so you uh, you can take that victory. And um, first of all, what are you forcing us to watch? Uh, all right, so I'm going to throw it back to the '90s. Mm. And uh, we're going to dip into Alec Baldwin's pool. And we're going to watch The Hunt for October. 
Yes. I have Ooh. not seen it in forever. Me neither, and I feel like it's a good time to revisit it, see if it's uh, uh, how it looks these days. Yeah. How and, it holds uh, up. At I, the pace we're going on these podcasts, it might be October before we should <laughs> it might record be another one. So, yeah. <laughs> I want to explore Alec Baldwin as a leading man mm-hmm. and uh, you know why that never quite yeah. took. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, uh, let's let's watch The Hunt for okay. October. I think you could say maybe part of that was uh, his own design, too. Cause uh, hey, we'll save it, Todd. Oh, come on. Save man. it, man. Save, got it save right the high out talk. <laughs> I've got uh, it right now. What? It's, it's you tantalizing. Know what? Hey, you know what you are? You're a BS, BS artist. artist. BS You're artist. a BS artist. <laughs> all right. And uh, so do you all want to gamble on uh, Lucky Logan, which will come out next weekend as we record this? Okay. What are we, Scott? What's what it are, up against? What's Lucky Logan up against? I don't remember. Um, Lucky Boss Baby 2? Lucky Logan, so I'm starting it out. Yeah, what, what, what do you want to oh, do? You do you want to do tomato score? Do you want to do opening weekend? Uh, let's do opening weekend. Okay. I'm going to say $18 million. Um, I think I go next because I finished second. That's um, that's uh, Kylo Ren and uh, Chafing Scrotum in that. Right, yeah, okay. and Daniel Daniel Craig. Um, Danny Craig. The old, the new old Danny Craig. Right. <laughs> you went 18. Um, I'll go... I'll go fourteen. What's uh, can somebody tell me what uh, what's to, running I'll, against it? I'll try to pull it up real quick. Uh, so it's this coming Friday, right? Yeah. Okay. Opening. Todd's got all his. Uh, the algorithm is moving through his brain right yeah. now as I try to figure this out. His unfair advantage as a former employee of a uh, cinema. Can you be an employee of a cinema? You can be a cinema employee. It's not that, a cinema. Is, <laughs> is that a noun? A cineplex? Okay. Um, I think the big the big opening is the Hitman's Bodyguard. Is the major thing opening. So it's Hitman's Bodyguard. Lucky Logan is Lucky limited. Logan. The Adventures is limited. The advent- what's the... What's the, the Adventures? Ad- I have no idea. Okay, Let me I've click on it. It's action. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it looks like a foreign film. So, okay. Wow, this is a tough one because we're still in the summer, but school's headed back. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Headed back yet? Let's go. What did you, What did you What did you have? Eighteen. I 18? went fourteen. You went fourteen. Mother. I'm changing mine. I'm going twelve. I'm going to twelve. I'm, go, I'm dropping. <laughs> what came out last weekend? <clears throat> um, Annabelle. Okay. Drop this. Came out this weekend. Oh, that came out yesterday. Yeah. What about the weekend? The weekend. Oh gosh, say a number, Todd. The weekend before was Dark Tower and and Detroit and uh, Kidnap. Okay. What did uh, What did Dark Tower? Twenty. Okay. It was right at twenty nineteen and three quarters, something like that. Too much. Schools Schools still out then. Yeah. Pretty much. Giving him too much information to plug into his algorithm. Yeah, I know. Twelve, eighteen. Yeah. Um. I think Hitman's Bodyguard's definitely gonna. Open bigger because of Samuel L. and Ryan. It's yeah. probably going to be number one. Uh, August dollars. <laughs> Mid-August dollars. <laughs> but Hollywood on this the down. This filler bustering Holly- is impressive. Good Lord. Holly- Hollywood on the downswing. We've been talking about it all podcast. <laughs> you and Ted Cruz, man. Nobody can filler buster like you two. 
I am so torn. Part of me wants to go 18-5. But part of me, part of me wants to go 14-15. Um, gosh. I mean, Danny Craig is your main box office draw because Kylo Ren and... Uh, and Tatum, Todd, I'm sorry. Shane. This isn't Magic Mike. Scott three. wanted to go home an hour ago. Um, okay, let's go. Man, this is so <coughs> you, You've already won All right. five times. <laughs> yeah, out of, out of eight. All right, I'm going to go. Um... But this is why he wins. <laughs> yep. We just throw out numbers. And... Yep. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Uh... I'm going to go 13. Five. Okay. Well, that's kind of a gamble. So, so Alan's not winning again, basically. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> Unless it's under. Unless it's under twelve million. That's the only chance I got. Make it. Make it fourteen. I don't, five. Okay, fourteen. Fourteen. You five. gave me a little bit of a of a window there. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm like. I'm not that friend. I'm not that kind of friend. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I know Bob. Uh, all right. All right. Well, I think that does it. Um, Scott's been like packing up his stuff for the last 30 minutes. So uh, we're going to get out of here. We appreciate you guys listening. Um, Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing. Remember, when we get to 20 reviews on iTunes for this podcast, we will do another drawing for another T-shirt. So share that information. If you do, uh, if you leave stars, I'll make that one entry. If you leave a review, a written review, I'll make that two entries. So 20 from right now. All you got to listen, all you got to do is go to iTunes, mm-hmm. uh, not on your phone. Can't do it on your phone, but, uh, you know, on, on a browser of some sort. Mm-hmm. Go search Talk Hard, pop in some, some stars. That's all you got to do. Yeah. And I'd, I'd like to, I want to, I want to send out a, um, a challenge to our Talk Hard and Walk Softly friends out there. Mm-hmm. And that is, listen. You know how much hard work went into that series. <laughs> send it out. Send it to send it to more people. Yes. Let other people know about it. Let people uh, make it hard on yourself. <laughs> if you feel uncomfortable telling them about it, still telling them about it. Yeah. Share your Let, one episode, your favorite episode. Share it. Yeah. On whatever. Yeah. And that's your kids. It. That's all. That's you all. kids. You kids of the loyal listeners. Send it out. Get get your friends. Get your friends' friends. Because this is how it works, folks. We're we're a grassroots grassroots grassroots. You know about those grassroots. We're a grassroots movement, and this is how we this is how we have to do it. You want to see more um, space cops episodes restored? This is how you got to do. How it. you get it done? Yeah. All right, guys. I think that's an episode. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for sharing. For Todd Sheen and Scott Stafford, this is Alan Martin reminding you to walk softly and talk hard. Well, I hope you come to see me in the movie. And I know that you will plainly see. Biggest fool that's ever hit the big time. And all I gotta do is act naturally.